Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what constitutes a win if you've got a mental illness. So this podcast comes off the back of a video I just posted, as well as a bunch of questions and comments that I've received from you guys. And basically, the idea is that when you've got a mental illness, your mental health obviously goes up and down. And that really means that there'll be times that you're struggling to get the most basic of tasks done. And I'm speaking from a place of experience. If you've been listening for a while, you know, I've posted um, podcasts about my anxiety, depression, and a bunch of other stuff. And, you know, I know from firsthand experience, and I know that you know that your functionality can significantly drop to a point where you're basically unable to do anything. And that's nothing to do with your fault or anything. It's just something that happens as a result of your anxiety. But what I found personally is I'm trying to balance those symptoms and the need for rest and recovery with wanting to follow my my dreams and pursue my goals. Part of my battle or part of my way to help you guys through this and help myself through this is through writing my next book, How to Get Your Shit Together. And basically, it's going to take people from, you know, how I overcome anxiety and depression through getting organized, finding meaning and following my dreams. Because what I found is, is that there's a distinct lack of crossover in self-help material for that. And I wanted to get the conversation started today. The reason it's important for me right now is that as of recording this, I've put myself into a state of overtraining. Now, this isn't a mental health concern. It's a physical concern that presents as a mental illness, but the response has to be the same. So basically, if you train your body too much, you can put yourself into a state of overtraining. And what that means is that you go into a state of fatigue, you suffer effectively the effects of depression and anxiety, you lose your energy, you can feel nauseous. There's a bunch of physiological effects that you get from exercising too much. Now, I recently did a grapplathon about maybe 20 days ago, and that was doing a 24-hour exercise session continuous. Then I didn't give myself enough rest and recovery time. I started to do a drive of about 500 k's there and back for a holiday and then I entered a competition. Now upon retrospect that all seems like a lot and you know it's obvious that I would suffer the negative consequences but at the time I felt fine and I think the same thing applies to a lot of people with their mental illnesses. They'll push, they'll push, they'll push and all of a sudden they'll break and that's what's happened to me. I was at training I think on Wednesday and it's Saturday as, as of the time of recording this and I just wasn't having a good time of it. I felt very anxious and depressed and I wanted to go home and that just doesn't happen to me when I'm training. I usually love it. And then I sort of did a self-check and realized that I had gone through the symptoms of overtraining. So what does that mean? What does that mean I need to do? I need to go home. I need to rest. I need to stop exercising for a while. I need to just do some basic stretches and just look after myself. But I've got massive goals that I want to accomplish, both fitness and work and a whole bunch of other things that I want to do. So now I'm left with the quandary in my mind, well, what constitutes a good day for me in this state? I can't do exercise because that's what's put me into this place in the first place. So that that's just a given. But what can I do given my mental state? Well, I need to rest and recover. So perhaps I can read. Perhaps I can do some basic writing. Perhaps I can record a video or do a podcast like I am now. Can I do as much as I usually can do? Of course not. But that doesn't mean that I can't be 
successful in other ways. It doesn't mean that I can't do other things. So then I was thinking, well, what about if it was caused by a bout of anxiety or depression or some other mental affliction? What will constitute a win then? Now, I'm all for helping people, obviously, with mental health, mental illness, all of that sort of stuff. But what I really don't like is the concept of learned helplessness. I don't like when people accept that they're in a position and take no action to change it. And like I've said, I've I've been really down and depressed, so I get it. There are times that you feel like you can't do anything. But the truth of the matter is, is that you can. You just need to shift the goalposts to define what a win is. So for me, on a really bad day of depression, a win may be as simple as getting up, having a shower, and feeding myself. That might be all that I'm capable of doing for the whole day. Is it anywhere close to what I usually do on a normal day when I'm in a good mental space? Of course not. I can usually accomplish vast, vast, vastly more. However, when I'm in a very depressed state, that's it. That might constitute a win. If I'm even worse, it might be, you know, when I was really bad, a good day might have been not committing self-harm. What I'm trying to get here is that whatever state you find yourself in each day, there will be a maximum that you can do on that day, given your potential. Some days I've got the symptoms of slight anxiety or slight depression. So what constitutes a win on those days will be a bit more than what constitutes a win on the really bad days, but a lot less than my really good days. I think you're getting the point. And I posted this in a recent video, which I'll link in the show notes. And I've had a bunch of responses across the different platforms that I've been on. And the main one has been a matter of acceptance. I think I think traditionally people don't, don't look at those of us with mental health or mental illnesses as being able to do anything other than either surviving or being cured. There's a bit of a nuance here that I want to address. When I'm feeling really depressed and then I start to feel better, a part of me feels a bit guilty for doing sort of half, quote unquote, half the abilities of a regular or healthy person. So for example, when I'm sort of slightly depressed, I still might want to socialize. I still might be able to go to work, but I'm still compromised in my abilities to do as much as I usually can or as much as most regular people could do. But some people, not all, will look at what I'm doing and go, oh, you're not depressed, you're fine. Look at you, you're out and about, you're doing this thing, you're doing that thing. So you're not depressed, you're fixed, you're fine. And in my mind, now I'm left with the debate of going, well, should I stay at home? Because I'm not fully better, but I do want to improve myself. It's sort of like there's this trying to find this balance between showing or proving to other people that I am or you are still affected by the mental illness, but still can do some things like you usually could. Now, what I've come to learn is that the way around all of these sort of brain nuances is to one, realize that it's oftentimes in my head, that whole game. But even if it isn't, I need to address it directly with the person and say, hey, this is the reality of my my mental afflictions. Sometimes I'm depressed, sometimes I'm quite bad. And those are the times that I'll take off work or that not come out or cancel on the social engagements or not do, you know, the social activity, anything like that. Other times I'm fine and I'll be out and about doing everything. And then there's the times in the middles, like today, or like the time that we're referring to, in which I'm sort of half functional. 
on those days, I still might want to socialize. I still might want to exercise. I still might be able to work and want to work, but I'll be limited in my ability to do so. It doesn't mean that I'm cured. It doesn't mean that I'm completely impacted. It's just a reality of the situation. In the same way, if someone has a physical condition that flares up and down, sometimes they've got better days, sometimes they've got worse days. But the truth of the matter is, is even if they're having a good day, the person looking at them or talking to them knows that the next day might not be so great. The same is true for mental illness. So I want to pass this on to you. Do you have good days and bad days? And could that those good days and bad days sort of switch within the time of a few days or even a week? And when you're in a bad place, what has constituted a win for you? On your worst days, and when you still want to be effective, you still want to get something done, what constitutes a win? Please comment below or contact me on social media at Zach P. Phillips. That's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. I just wanted to give a quick update, up two of them about the books that I'm currently writing. The first one, which I previously mentioned, How to Get Your Shit Together. I originally wanted to get it out and release it in early February, but the more that I wrote, the more I realized I had to write for it. And subsequently, each chapter that I finished sprouted a couple of new chapters. So I'm only just now through the first draft. I could have pushed it and released it quicker and by that February due date, but I want the product to be as good as possible and I want it to help you as much as possible. So I decided to delay it, make sure the product is as best as possible so they can help you. I want to produce a self-help book that takes you from, you know, dealing with anxiety, depression and trauma through getting organized, discovering yourself and then being able to follow your dreams. And to do that, I need a little bit more time. So please keep talking to me, keep engaging with me and I'll let you know when that's coming out. The second one is, I'm quite happy to mention that I'm very close to actually releasing a small sci-fi novel that's based on the Upgrade story that I've previously released, and I'll link that down below. But that's going to be the first of 11 short stories in a short anthology book that is going to come out hopefully in February now. The way that I'm going to release Upgrade and How to Get Your Shit Together will be quite interesting. Um, and I'm going to talk about this a bit more, but basically I'm going to put them out as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook, so you can purchase it if you would like to, but I'm also going to release these over time for free. I believe that content, um, entertainment, and education should be free online. What I'm hoping to do is, is share a chapter of each of the books once per month, and the idea being that if you can't afford to purchase it, or you don't want to, you can see it up there for free. It'll take a little bit of time for you to get all the parts, but you'll still be able to get it. If you do want to purchase it quicker because you like what you're seeing and you want it in one spot, you want to own the physical copy, you want to listen to it online um, through like Audible, you can purchase it. The obvious problem with this approach is that it's hard for me to justify what I'm doing financially because I'm giving away what I'm doing for free. And as a part of that, what I'm what I've just started is a Patreon account. And Patreons are basically a platform that if you like what a content producer is producing, you can choose to sponsor them. So my Patreon can be found at patreon.com slash Zach P. Phillips. And all I'm asking for is people that are listening to this to contribute $1 per month. Now, on your end, $1 per month 
basically will never be seen. It's such a small amount that it probably won't impact your financial position. But like I said, even if it does, I'm putting all my content out there for free. So you get it for free regardless. But if you have a dollar to spare for me per month, I would really appreciate it because if a bunch of you do it, it'll all add up and it'll really help me to keep producing and putting out the content that you guys are enjoying. So yeah, if you can, please head over to patreon.com slash Zach P. Phillips and consider supporting me. Thank you.